deep in it. Don't get distracted by critters on the television. That's just there for, oh, God. you know, brief. Are you freaking out? <laughs> <laughs> Are you recording now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Always. Always record. Uh, is this shirt from the uh, the Waxwork release? Um, I think it's... Uh, what do I know this? Right Rags? Oh, okay. I, I just got it for Christmas. I think they released it right before that. This is like the baseball tee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to get extra large because I'm in this weird phase of like... You're a tweener. You're a yeah. tweener. Yeah, like <laughs> half dad bod. Sure. And like I was So it's gonna... like a stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a stepdad bod. So I was going to wear... I didn't sign up for this. I had a gunship <laughs> t-shirt. Oh, I love gunship. Just got it for Christmas. I yeah. put it on and I feel like I'm wearing a... Fat guy little like, coat. woman's tights, Fat. but on my torso. Oh. It's it slimming. Very, it was very uncomfortable. It's a it, slimming yeah, fit. It, it shrunk. <laughs> I think the guy who designed this shirt, because it looks very familiar, was vending at the Living Dead Weekend that I was at in Evan City. It was a terrible show. Why was it terrible? (laughs) Um, Just the proximity to Halloween. I feel like, like, on paper, a horror convention close to Halloween sounds like a brilliant idea. It does. But in execution, it's not because nobody goes to them because they're doing Halloween shit. That's sad. It's fine. I uh, there was a there was a collector who came through when I did a Steel City show back in like 20, 2018, and he was like, "Oh, I'm glad you're here." And I was like, "Why is that?" And he's like, "Well, I have some of your stuff." I was like, "Cool." And he's like, "Yeah, I want more." And I was like, "That's even better." And then he was like, "No, no, no, I want all of it." And he bought all of my woodcuts. Nice. All of them. But then did you have to like go home? And you're like, "I'm done." Or do you got copies? No, I just, uh, yeah, I just make like two of everything. The Noah's Ark approach. <laughs> just do two of everything. And if they sell, cool. And if they don't, nah, then I'll just bring you to the next thing. Be funny. You're like, oh yeah, dude, I just, I just made all this money. I sold all my stuff. But then you're like, I just got here and I'm, I'm out of stuff. I've, and I've just got back it. up and leave. <laughs> no, no, no. I still had my vinyl records and stuff, but that was on the last day of the show. And then from there, I did a whole East Coast van life trip thing so it actually worked out well because then i had more living space because yeah, i was living in a van it sounded fun you talked about it a little bit it's, uh, it's fun and stressful and terrifying all all Probably, wrapped yeah. up I, in its own thing because you're 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 every waking minute of being in a van your thought process is where am i going to be able to pee next <laughs> <laughs> um, you wouldn't think that that's the case but uh like, there were some nights where, like, I got to the, the Walmart that I was going to be sleeping at that night, like, right when they closed. And then I was like, well, I just went to the bathroom. I could stay up and, like, play my Switch or something. Or I could just go to bed now because then I won't have to go to the bathroom if I'm sleeping. <laughs> well, that's right, because Walmart's, they fucking close now. They're not 24. That's, oh my god. Yeah, nothing is anymore. I work for Walmart and I hate that about them. <laughs> Do-, Do you? Wouldn't that make it more work for you? So I don't work at a store. I work at a Oh yeah, you work at like warehouse the warehouse and the cords shipping and all that stuff. Giant. Yeah. I actually work security. Oh, really? Interesting. But it's You ever have to mollywop somebody? Oh no, they won't they won't let you do anything fun like that there. Oh, that's a bummer. It's just like I mean, it's so they got robots there now. Oh. Cuz I came from the one that burnt down. Yeah. I wasn't there when it happened, but convenient. Yeah, they didn't have robots. Now <laughs> convenient this, yeah. that you weren't there when it burned down. <laughs> this one has this one has robots now, so there's not much room for theft. So you report to the robot. 
Like, if shit goes down, you run to a robot and say, hey, robot, call yeah. the police. Yeah. And then they tase and shoot lasers at people. Wow. Their heads explode. Oh. Like a chopping mall. Yes. Like a light chopping exactly mall. Exactly like chopping mall. Wow. Is Garrett Graham there? No. I wish he was, though. God, I love Garrett Graham. I love him so much. Is this your first appearance on a podcast ever? Um, maybe. Um, what do you mean, maybe? Did someone well, record did, you secretly? No, I did this, like, YouTube thing. <laughs> okay, I'll this, count It wasn't that. technically a podcast, but it was, like, an hour and a half video um, for the anthology I was in a couple months back. They got, like, there was 20-something authors, and they tried to get as many of us. Uh, there was, like... Were they all indie-based, or is, were all these authors... All over the place. Oh, they were all over the place. Gotcha. Yeah, and I was in that thing. So, that's, um, that's kind of like my first podcast, yeah. Wow, look at you. My podcast cheer. Well, you know what? If you don't fuck it up, you can come back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, even if you do, I'll probably still have you back. I just won't tell you. <laughs> I can I can edit anything. That was going to be one of my questions. I was like, if there's just like a weird silence, do you edit that or is it all raw? I, no, I meticulously edit. I cut out breathing. Okay. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> don't like it. Don't want to hear it. I just chip away. Sometimes do you like bring Taco back here? And you're like, <laughs> Never. Good God, no. Oh, Jesus. I'll order this out later. <laughs> uh, no, you're stressing me out. <laughs> um, today, we have a new guest on the show. Friend of the pod. Local author. Tell him your name. My name is Ross Killy. Killy. I've never said your last name out loud. A lot of people don't. I, it was intimidating. Because they're like... Kyle, I didn't... Kyle uh, Ross, it's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know if it was like, if I should sway too Irish, you know? Keely. <laughs> or Keely. Or Keely. Go full Irish. Keely. I can't do that. Hi, Sha- Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite leprechaun. We met vending at Skyline Drive-In last summer. You doing it again? I would love to. Um, I feel like there's a big butt there. Everybody's got a big butt. It's not it's not a giant butt, it's like a medium size, but okay. it's just like it all depends on yeah, I work weekends, Friday through Sunday. Yeah. So I just gotta plan my PTO, make sure, you know, like uh, wife's available to watch kid or and that and it's like I've only got two actual books out right now. And it'd be nice to have like a couple more at your table instead of just like that's why the last show was good because it was like sell your shit show. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. had some shit to sell. Yeah, it was uh it was a flea market for you. Yeah. And some books. The raffle idea worked out really well. That was nice. Yes. I can't remember if that was me or my wife's idea. I'll take it though. Okay. Um, you know, yeah she's not gonna listen yeah, to this. Um it's probably hers, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it worked out fairly well. She's had enough critters in the house as of late. She's not gonna listen oh, to this. God. So, yeah. if you got anything to say, you can say it now. How's her spaghetti? Pretty good? Pretty good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I don't think she makes, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's becoming a reoccurring theme on the show. Now, so, <laughs> she is pretty uh, tired of Critters, but. But. We do watch Critters 2 every Easter. I can't remember if we did it last year. Yeah. I think we might have skipped it, and she actually complained that we skipped it. Wow. I mean, you already know this? That's a keeper right there. Yeah. That's a keeper Sutherland, if I've ever <laughs> seen one. <laughs> Um, so we spend a good amount of time, you and I, mostly via Instagram, just talking about our physical media collections and how Mm -hmm. it's a a burden and an addiction that fuels (laughs) our every waking life. Um, helps leading me to a a life in a box outside of my house that won't be my house. But you'll be entertained. That's true. (laughs) I can watch (laughs) the movies from the box. Exactly. Outside the house. Yeah. And I mean, the way they're making these, these arrow video sets, you know, and these indicators, it's a sturdy box. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah. It's a very sturdy box. Wow. 
What's what's your most recent like big pickup? Was it the Warriors? It was that one, um, but I got one for Christmas that I didn't buy myself. It was oh. the, the new Tremors 2. Oh, speaking of Aero Video, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got the first one. I don't have the second one. Okay, well, if it goes missing when I leave here tonight, <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> Mine's not 4K, so you won't even ah. touch it. Oh, that's right. You haven't uh, I haven't made the yet. upgrade. No, I'm uh, hopefully with this next check. I can't blame you. It's expensive. Possibly doing it. Well, I'm real stubborn about, like, I was going to make the jump when I bought a PS5, but I haven't bought one yet because I was like, well, I'm not going to buy one until my credit cards are paid off. But those are never going to be paid <laughs> off. <laughs> because of Arrow Video. Exactly. So now I'm in the process of researching upgrading to a region-free Blu-ray slash 4K. Because hmm. a 4K player can't play Blu-rays region-free. It can only play 4Ks region-free. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot that little. Yeah, it's a weird yeah. thing. Um, so for like two fifty, I found one that's like cracked that can play DVDs, Blu-rays, region free and 4k. Cause I've got some Blu-rays over there that are region B and I would like to be able to watch them finally. <laughs> <laughs> Namely that second site, Dawn of the Dead set. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't even watch it. I've got the, I see your old, uh, your old arrow one up there. I have that one. Which one? The Dawn of the Dead there in the oh, white case. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. got that one. Yeah, that's my that's my standby right now until I can access the that's second the one, That's the one I go to. And honestly, I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love the 4K version, but like, that's yeah. a pretty damn good version right there. You got, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't popped it in. I picked it up pretty recently. Uh, for my birthday, me and Chase, who's on the show pretty regularly, we went down to... Uh, Grindhouse video in Knoxville. Knoxville, okay. And uh, just dropped a bunch of money. They have like a storefront? They did. It closed New Year's Day. What a shitty day to close. Not great. That's sad. Not great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they shuttered. But you could have waited like one day, one day, and then yeah. like, oh yeah, New Year, you know, New um, Year, no storefront. I think it's because if they were open into the next year, you'd have to pay taxes on that shit. Ooh, didn't think about that. That's yeah. like adult shit, right uh, there. Yeah, I've done a lot of that adult shit. <laughs> I've I've shuttered a business, so I guess uh, you're new on the show. You're new to podcasting. Mm-hmm. And we've already touched on the fact that you you write you are a writer. I don't see you as a as a a lowly Walmart security employee. I see you as a writer first and foremost. Thank you. No problem. I'm hoping you see yourself that way as well. I, I try some days. <laughs> some days I- so I guess you've got two two stories, two books. One I guess short story, one book mm-hmm. out. Yep. Uh, I don't know. You want to give the sales pitch to the peeps? Yeah, sure. People actually listen to this, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I got uh, my first novel, or I mean, I wrote it as a novella. So for all the people out there who don't like read too much, it's a short novel. Yeah. I'm illiterate. I know how to read, but I choose not to. I wrote it as such. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote it as such, you know, a short piece. And uh, it got published by Raven Tail. And uh, it's just about uh, a werewolf and a guy who... uh, it's like a blue collar worker. He's a uh, he's a he's a road tech. Oh, okay. He, like fixes shit on the go and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Cars. So it's it's like Silver Bullet without the rocket powered wheelchair. Yeah. You take that character out, and it's just Gary Busey in his place. <laughs> Which I'm down for. I mean, he's still alive, right? We can make that. Oh, movie. most definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Barely, but he is alive. <laughs> and um, then the the second story. That one is called Mammon Estates. Just a short story. Um, I wrote that thing like five years ago. Oh. And uh, I think that was the first like 
legitimate short story I tried to write. I had dabbled when I was like in my young 20s and all that shit was shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so I've been sitting on this one for a while and it's like almost got published by a couple books. And then mm. it sat around collecting dust and then finally Critical Blast. That's the publisher. Gotcha. They uh, advertised, they put out a book all focused on like neighbor horror. And that's exactly oh. what my story was about. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I'm in. And I'm then in. I forgot I submitted to him. Yeah. And then it was probably like four months later, something was like two o'clock in the morning. I was feeding my girl. Mm-hmm. I was half asleep. And an email popped up. And I was like, hey, we might uh, we might pick your story. And I was like, who is this? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what story? And it's like, Critical Blast, Man in the States. And I was like... Oh. I was like, I guess I sent them something. I just sold something. <laughs> just, so in a in a sleepless fugue state, you've you just sent things yeah. out. That's how I do my best work, honestly. <laughs> but that book is called uh, "The Monsters Next Door." You yeah, can find it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Walmart, actually. Actually, no. I think it is on Walmart now. I don't, is it? I don't know who put it on there, but it's there. I um, it's a it is a weird feeling to have something you made published. It is like in a physical thing. I'm still getting used to it. It's bizarre. I've I've had two two pieces published. It's the Halloween book, right? Yes. And then what was your other one? Uh, it's a Stranger Things book. Okay. Um, same cool. publisher, Printed in Blood, did both of them. But it was a very surreal feeling. Like, you know, I went to Barnes and Noble because they were doing like a Criterion sale or whatever, and uh, they had a big because like Stranger Things season three i think was just about out and uh the book was sitting right there at barnes and noble and i was like guys (laughs) guys i'm in this thing and uh nobody cared you you just pick it up and like went to the workers and you're like look (laughs) that's me i did that i'm spoopy a quick funny story about barnes and noble i was just there two days ago yeah the arrow sale so i was there for that two day because what they do is they upcharge, you know, their their titles are like yeah. $200 and they're like, yeah. it's only 100 now. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. Much. <laughs> they had <laughs> right. They had one of those Jackie Chan sets, $120. I was like, who's buying this? The Criterion? Um, it was the one that has like- Chan set? Multiple versions of him on it, like doing weird- Yes. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. like $120. Yeah. I thought that was a little much. That is a little much. But I was there because apparently- Critical Blast put an ad for our book, The Monsters Next Door, in Scream Magazine. Oh. And he did tell us that months ago, and I forgot. This seems to be a recurring theme. And then he posted a picture <laughs> of it on Instagram, yeah. and I was like, I gotta go get one of those magazines. Yeah. I go there, they didn't have the current issue. Uh, but the trip was not for naught. Yeah. Because, because I- you spent money on something else. <laughs> I got a coffee beverage. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no- I snuck in three of my own books, ah. signed them, and put them smack dab right next. In so the, they're in the BNN? In the Stephen King section. They're in the BNN? Yeah, at Plainfield. That's cool. That's cool shit. And I don't know if like if they're, you know, if they find it and then they call me like, you're banned, motherfucker. <laughs> no. Thanks for the free books. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know, but. Hmm. I, oh, wish you... I, I wish I would just know what would happen when someone tries to buy it, though. Like, the mental breakdown that the employees will have. So wait, hold on. They don't carry the book. You literally just left them there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I signed them at home and I brought them in. Oh, okay. And I just threw them on the shelf because I was like... Guerrilla marketing. I was like, are they going to arrest me? Like, what? I don't think so. That's that would be quite the story, though. Yeah, because somebody's going to scan it and it's going to be like, this doesn't come up in our... And then they'll just make up an arbitrary... Because I worked retail. You just make up an arbitrary price. And you're like, ah, 16 bucks. Yeah, you put it in your hand. You're like, 
Yeah, that's $30. Yeah, that's how it is working at half price books. <laughs> um, <laughs> that makes sense with some of their prices sometimes. Yeah. And uh, so they're going to make that money. You get none of that, obviously, because you left them there. When it gets warmer, you should do like like the kids do with the art drops. You just you yeah you get you know you get like your Instagram followers involved and you're like here's the place take a little little picture put the book probably in a baggie or something so it doesn't get wet or anything take a picture and then you're like if you find it it's yours free oh okay. signed uh, similar to that um, I haven't done it yet just because like I said cold as shit uh, around Avon and Plainfield they have all those like library boxes oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that'd we, be fun. We walked some trails a few months ago, and there was like four just on one trail alone. Yeah. But I need to print out some like uh, personalized like cards to throw in them or something. You know what I mean? I just, yeah, I'm procrastinating yeah. and I haven't done it yet. It's cold. It is. It's cold. Who fucking wants to do it that? It's kind of snowing on the way in. It's only going to get colder. This is how I know you're a dad. This is how I know you're an old man now. <laughs> We're talking about weather on a podcast. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, sales pitch aside here, I think the best an easiest way for people to safely judge you and your credibility is you give me your top five, uh, maybe your top four on Letterboxd. Oh, jeez, man. You don't have those memorized? You I tried memorized. the Letterboxd thing <laughs> yeah. a couple years ago. Or just your top five in general. <sighs> I know the Warriors is on it. That's a top five. Okay. Uh, Robocop for sure. Oh, no shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. The Warriors, if it's not top five, top ten for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, could we just lump in like Godzilla in general in yeah. there? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw that at the skyline. That minus one fucking ruled. Oh, they play that skyline. They did. I I just watched it right there in Avon. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Let's see here. I would probably say two more. Probably some sort of kung fu film. Let's do Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Hell yeah! All right, this is filling up. <laughs> Last one. I honestly, I don't think it's my top five, but just because I'm on the spot, I'm gonna throw Arnold Scared Stupid in there. Okay, that's fair. I saw that at the Mahoning. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, it was a VHS. It was awesome. I'll talk about the Mahoning later. We'll get into it. Don't okay. you worry. Okay, so getting into the plot of this film. Uh, you've listened to the podcast. You know how this shit works. We talk the whole plot of the goddamn movie. Luckily, this is a very short film, so <laughs> we don't have much to talk about in plot. Uh, film opens in space as the Krites. That's what they're called. They're not called critters. They're, they're not. called Krites. Escape from an asteroid prison, and the powers that be dispatch two bounty hunters, Ugg and Lee, to track down the eight eight creatures. Was it just eight? I think they throw an arbitrary number at it. Mm. I think that at the beginning they're like there were ten, and they're like, yeah, we had to kill two of them to cut down on consumption. They did, yeah, they did say something like that. Yeah. What is your critters' origin story? Also, we should bring up the fact uh, we're talking about critters, nineteen eighty six, directed by Stephen Herrick. And now, coming soon to video cassette. Doesn't matter where they come from. They were wearing really funny clothes. Like they was from Los Angeles. What they look like. We're here for the Christ. Or how they play the game. When you've got critters, you need all the help you can get. Gee, they supposed to be a good exterminator. Critters. What is your Critters origin story, and why was this on your short list of films to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to answer the second part of that first, it's yeah. just a fun movie. Yeah. It's, like you said, it's short, it's easy to talk about, and I love the second one even more, and then, you know, when you get to the third and fourth one, it's just like, you can watch them, take them, or leave them, but... Or the secret fifth one. Or the secret sixth one. There's 
Oh, the yeah, the little web I series. Haven't seen, I haven't seen those two. They're bad. Oh, okay. Solid <laughs> on you yourself what. there. Very bad. But uh, I got origin- it at Grindhouse Video for three dollars. <laughs> oh wow, that's, that's why they went out of business. Whatever. The origin story, though. Yeah. Um Honestly, I just uh, you know probably like me, you grew up in that era of going to the video store and yeah. just wrenching a bunch of VHSs. And this was probably one of them. Um, I don't know if I ever really saw on TV. I would just, uh, I suspect I probably rented this one from Hollywood Video. Mm. I lived in, I grew up in Brownsburg and we had like three video stores. It was, uh, Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, and then sometime later it was Family Video. Oh, This sure. one was probably Hollywood Video. And I would just rent it and number two all the time. For me, this is the second time I've ever seen this film. Really? Yeah, I I picked up that box set at the disc replay for like twenty bucks. I was like, I know this is a deal. Where are you scoring all these deals? Same. It's the same one. It's the same one I go to all the time. You got to drive an hour to get there, but it's worth it. Yeah, they had it marked down significantly, like even less than it would be on a Shout Factory half off sale. You know, like they do from time to time. I was like. Fuck it. I'm just going to buy it. I've never seen a Critters film ever. And then I ran through all of them like last month, like day after day, just every day for a week was so like, you I'm going to watch a Critters. Not a single one. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, I so I, I wish I could go back in time <laughs> and see Critters and not, for the first time. Well, not, I mean, <laughs> yes and no. Yeah. I, I wish I could do that with multiple movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. For some reason, this just wasn't like it was on my radar. Like I knew what it was. But going in, I was like, yeah, it's a Gremlins knockoff. Yeah. Like, that's what I thought it was. But it's not. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's almost closer to Cujo than it is Gremlins. And starring the same lady. Exactly. Same mom. The I, It's good we, we had space between this because I wasn't going to rewatch the film going in. Because it was so close to when I had just watched <laughs> yeah. them. But I watched all five of them, like, back to back to back. So they all kind of blend together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. So it's good we had time and space between it. Because um, this movie just, it kind of blends in. It's uh, two is the best mm-hmm. of the series. I feel I this one's good, but it's like it's kind of rushed in yeah. parts. Onto the the broader topic of uh, little rubber monsters. Where where do you fall on that? I love like them. like what's your what's your uh, what's your Mount Rushmore of, of little rubber <laughs> monsters? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would say and judge me all you want, listeners out there. I would say Critters franchise. Not that they're all good. One and two, you know. And then stuff like cheesy shit, like puppet masters and stuff like oh. that. Little, you know, little, little. They're not necessarily monsters, but yeah, you know, they're little. You could really just kind of put Full Moon yeah. in general in that blanket, yeah. like Ginger Dead Man. They, yeah, Evil Bomb. Puppet masters fought little monsters. What was that demonic? Demonic toys. toys. Corey Feldman. Yes, that premiered, I think, on a Christmas Eve on Sci Fi Channel <laughs> when I was like twelve. Yeah, formidable. Like me and my dad stayed up a for formative it. time for you. It, it was like. It was an event at That's the, a core memory for at you. Keely household. <laughs> <laughs> so your your dad got you into horror. Oh yeah. Like big time. Mm-hmm. My dad didn't. Just we 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 had like a Sunday tradition. Every Sunday we would go to the movies. But like he was I don't know, so up his own ass that he didn't realize that he was creating core memories for me. So when I got older and I started collecting physical media, he'd be like, "Why do you waste all your goddamn money on that stuff?" I'm like, "You did that. It was you, Dad. You asshole. (laughs) You think I like collecting this shit? No. It's like Spider Man. It's a gift and a curse. I can't stop now. (laughs) I mean, shit. Even now, like my dad's dead, and I still have to like put up with these goddamn core memories too. Yeah. See. And it's it fucking haunts you, doesn't it? Oh yeah. The last 
time my dad could talk and didn't have a tube down his throat because he is so fucking stubborn. I was like, I think we need to go to the hospital. And he was like, we can go, but like, I want to finish this movie first. <laughs> <laughs> and now I can't watch The Jerk without fucking crying. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he ruined it completely. Sometimes when I'm feeling real bad and I'm like, you know, it's like when you're like hungover and you're like, you just got to vomit and you'll feel a lot better. You know, sometimes when I'm feeling real sad, I'll just put on that ukulele song from The Jerk and just tears instantly. And I'm like, this feels good. This feels fair- therapeutic. Yeah. I mean, you do it in the shower so no one sees, but because yeah. <laughs> we're strong men. <laughs> but yeah, any showers are making that weird noise again. <laughs> uh, was that Don Knotts? I don't know. <laughs> Could be. I grew up watching his shit. I did too. We're practically sisters, you and I. The ghost of Mr. Chicken. Oh yeah, I probably haven't seen that. He since fucks I was a fish like in 10. that one, right? No, that's Mr. Limpet. Oh, I forgot about that. Mr. Movie. Limpet's the one where he fucks the. Fish. That one, so... We're not even to the opening credits in this movie. <laughs> that movie, I remember as a kid, watching that movie, we had like family movie nights. Yeah. That one always freaked me out at the end, because he chose to stay a fish. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, why would you choose that, Don Knotts? I don't know. He's fucking fish, dude. Gangly motherfucker. Yeah. Just like Tom Cruise, he's fucking fish. <laughs> True story. So, after the credits of, uh, of Critters here, that's right, we're only in the opening credits here. Uh, we meet the Brown family, Jay and Helen, uh, Helen's D. Wallace Stone, and their kids, April and Brad. I keep wanting to write Scott every time, because I mm. think that's his real name. Yeah. So if is. I call him Scott, I'm sorry. Scott Grimes, yeah. It just sounds better. Nobody wants a Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Not even his parents. No. That's why they give him the dynamite. <laughs> that is why they... Yeah, they're looking for, like, a little, uh, little Darwinism to take care of that whole situation. Yeah. Post-utero abortion. <laughs> So, so we meet some of the locals, namely Sheriff Harve, played by the great M. Emmett Walsh, and his, like, dispatcher, Sally, played by Lynn Shea, and uh, we meet the ranch hand and town gump, Charlie, played by Don Offer. <laughs> Good old Charlie. Every town has a gump, and uh, this one, it's Charlie. He's even dressed like Forrest Gump in this, this movie. Guy, this guy was made for this role. I think I think this is basically his only role, isn't it? So I guess he had some like writing credits. Uh, yeah, I was watching, but yeah, they. I think this was like his first or second role. I think it was his first, and then maybe he did a few. Th- well, he was in all four films. Yeah, but then after that, I have no fucking. He's idea. not in Critters Attack. I'll tell you that much. And if he was, I forgot because it's a bad movie. <laughs> but I can tell you, D. Wallace was in it. Much. Yeah. Yeah, he was holding it up. He was he was the the Terrence Howard of the franchise. They talking, recast him with Don Cheadle. <laughs> he's talking about on the documentary. He's like, no one no one recognizes me now. So maybe that's why they didn't ask him back because they were just like, that's not who, you're not Don. Robert. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure that they were like, we're gonna release this film called Critters Attack, and they're gonna be like, this is gonna reset the whole franchise. We're gonna bring in new people. You're not. Tom you're on the fifth. You're on the fifth fucking Critters movie. You ain't bringing in new people. You're barely retaining. <laughs> D. Wallace came back, though, for one scene. I think they had her for a day. It was one scene? Yeah. Oh, dang. Well, it, like, opens with her, like, hearing about the attack or whatever, and then, like, I don't know, she's, like, fucking Batman. There's, like, a suit-up sequence. She shows up with a shotgun at some point. Yeah, like, at the very end. It's like what they did in Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, which was bad. New Halloweens. And yeah, that. not great. And I'm... I'm a Halloween ends apologist here, <laughs> and I can tell you that that's not good. <laughs> I've had many a conversations. How do you feel about Halloween ends? That's the last one, right? Yeah. Because there's kills and then ends? Yeah. 
Didn't see either. Nice. I, I watched <laughs> I watched scenes of them on yeah. YouTube, and I'm like, that's enough. I think it'd be fun to do a roundtable where we just have like a bunch of guests come and, and talk about. I, w- I would sit down and watch them. About not, the, the David Gordon Green trilogy. I'm not trilogy. against watching them. I yeah. just haven't. Uh, the first one, uh, just it was just Halloween, right? 18? Yeah. yeah. Like, what a bad movie. It's fine. Yeah, it's it like, it scratches that itch. You know it what does. I mean? It does. It kind of, it, you kind of start to see the seams once you're, once you unlock, like, oh, we're just doing the same movie, the first movie again, but role reversing. Yeah. She's Michael now, and he's the victim. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, I'd rather just watch the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all the time. That or three. Second best in the franchise. Um, so the bounty hunters, uh, they got this, like, face morphing tech that's, like, the Raiders of the Lost Ark face melting, but in reverse. Uh, I assume you just do that with wax, right? And then you take a heat lamp to it and do it in reverse. Yeah, they talked about something like that. It's cool, though. Yeah, it is cool. cool. Yeah, it's it uh, it sets the stage for the uh, the shit you're about to see. And this movie's pretty bloody. It gets there in parts. It was supposed to be bloodier. Really? It was, yeah, they talked about that, but they took it to the studio and... They, you know, what E.T. came out probably a couple years before, and they're like, D. Wallace as bring well. Bring it down. Yeah. Bring it down. Mm. And, you know, I, that might sound blasphemous to say, I just saw E.T. for the first time last year. That's that's fine. I probably haven't seen it since I was like five. I would give it a rating of, that's eh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was, a, like, I don't even think we had, we had it on VHS in our home. Like, you know, it's like one of those things I saw on TV once. And I remember, like, oh, you know, like, it'd be cooler if he was killing people. <laughs> sure. And then yeah, because like, you and I grew up with, like, the horror And then it's, like, mentality. him in a tent being like, eh, and I'm yeah. like, this got real serious and dark, and, like, I'd rather watch a movie where he was killing people. I agree. And you know what? If Spielberg had a backbone, he would have. Mm-hmm. He would have been killing people. Yeah. I mean, that guy has said many a times that he's like, yeah, do I want to do, like, a straight-up horror movie, but nobody will go see it because, like, I've got this image now. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> Yeah. Which is weird, even though his first movie is a horror film. Mm-hmm. His first two movies, really. Bounty Hunters change their faces. We get Johnny Steele, and then the other one's got, like, performance anxiety. He's, he's like, real emo. Oh, yeah. He's like, nobody likes me. Yeah. <laughs> so he can't change his face. He can't get his face up. He can't get his face up. Uh, so back at the farm, we meet April's boyfriend, Steve, played by the wonderful Billy Zane. Oof. In what I would consider his third best performance of his career. I think third best and first performance, I think. I think this is his I first think this role. is his first. Of course, that's behind Tombstone and Demon Knight, obviously. Demon Knight. Mm. Obviously. <laughs> now, he is gay in this movie, right? I don't think so. Is he? You don't think Did so? Did you read into that? Oh, I read into it. Huh. I just assumed he was shy. I mean, yeah, like, you want to see some yabos when they're rolling around in the hay. She's trying to take him to the barn, and he's all like, oh, you're... And that's not a euphemism. They literally go to a barn. (laughs) (laughs) They roll around in some hay, which turns out is not a fun saying. It's an actual thing that you can do. There's multiple times. It would be really, really itchy. Be really itchy rolling around in hay. I feel like I would break out. Touching butts, getting rashes everywhere. Well, maybe he won't get Maybe he was just breaking out. Maybe he was just... He said he was allergic. Now, Now I'm thinking... Coming up. I would just probably try and leave too yeah i'm I, let's be real i mean i've i am perpetually single i am always looking for a way to leave <laughs> it's, it's kind of my mo these days uh so the meteor meteor ship meteor ship they think it's a meteor but it's an actual ship crashes nearby releasing our good friend the krites which are tiny fur balls that eat everything in sight which I believe is how they described it in the script. I think so. Yeah. Was a furball with teeth. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Chiodo? Kyoto? Kyoto. Kyoto? I called him Chiodo for the longest time. I want to. It's 
We can. <laughs> no, no. We are professionals, and we need to do this by the books. The Kyoto Brothers here. I briefly talked about them in October with Craig, talking about Ernest Scared Stupid, oh, yeah. which is currently on your top five. That'll change probably after we talk about Critters, and then it'll be a new movie that goes in the top five. Mm-hmm. It's always rotating. But what is your history with the Kyoto Brothers? Tell me how much you love them. Oh, I love them so much. <laughs> Tell me how formative All they are. All three of them equally. Yeah. So my history with them is, well, unbeknownst to me, was mm. with Ernest Scared Stupid yes. first. Yeah. Same. Yeah. But as a stupid little kid, I don't know who the Kyoto Brothers are. And no. I don't read credits when they're on the screen either as a kid. I just watch the damn movie. Yeah. But then later on in life... Once you learned how to read. Yes. <laughs> later on in life, I uh, you know, discovered Killer Clowns. Yeah. And that they did that. You have that waxwork soundtrack at all? Are you a vinyl guy? No, I'm not. Mm, it's a dangerous place to be. It's a slippery slope. I, have, I can't even afford like all the Blu-rays and 4Ks I want. So I'm like, no, I, honestly, if I did the whole vinyl thing, it's just because I would want to collect the art. The art. Yeah, cool. that's what I'm doing it for. Yeah. It'll ruin your life, though. <laughs> They're more expensive than Blu-rays. But no, Killer Clowns, and then I watched Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, which is after that, hard and I was to like, "Fucking find these days." I was like, "Kyoto Brothers." Wait yeah. a second, and then things started linking. Right, because they did all the critters, I think, aside from attacks. I think so. Um, they talk about like one through four in the yeah. documentary, so they must have. Yeah, rolling in the hay. Yeah, same with you. I I, I grew up with all the Ernest films. Really? See, I only I only grew up with Scared Stupid. Scared Stupid. Have you have you doubled back and like watched? A few of them. Any of them? There's Chris- some good Christmas fun shit. The Christmas one's good. Oh, so I wasn't the job. I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. But and this is coming from a guy who hates Christmas. <laughs> oh, there we go. I love Christmas, but no, <laughs> I don't hate that movie. I think uh, I probably wasn't like in the right state of mind watching it. Uh, the one where he's in prison. That one's good. See, I just listened to another podcast about that movie and i need to see it now because i hear he's got like magneto powers he does have magneto powers. he's also i'm pretty sure he's invincible yeah like across the board i I think in every movie he's like he's a cartoon character so he can't be killed which is very ironic because he did die a tragic death that's why you don't smoke kids um and to replace slinky dog yeah slinky dog's the best man damn it he's my favorite he's my favorite toy story character back in september September of 23, the Mahoning Drive-In hosted their first ever Kyoto Con. Oh, wow. It was two days cool. of films. Uh, they had vendors. They did a big, they did a, a circus big top and like housed all the vendors in there. Were they there? Kyoto vendors? They were. Yeah. All of them. I think the guy who did the score for Killer Clowns might have been. I don't know. There was like other guests there, but I think they did like, you know, Q and A's and all that shit too. You've you've never been moaning, have you? No, I, you're I, a driving guy. Though. Yeah, I know about it. I've seen videos. I would love to go. Uh, I want to go northeast in general. All that cool shit up there. I've been to the Mahoning five times now. It'll be easier now. You got the van though, right? Yeah. Well, it's just it's kind of become a thing. Like I just go for Halloween every year now because that's when their their season ends. So there's always oh, okay. like a cool thing that happens. The first year, D. Wallace. It was a D. Wallace double feature with uh, Cujo and The Howling. Okay. Yeah, it was that. Uh, but the cool thing there is when you buy a ticket, you can do like overnight camping mm-hmm. as well, which costs like 10 bucks extra. But they just play movies all night. Like they have a they have a playlist, so kinda you like pay for Skyland. kinda, but like this, you pay for the two movies, and if you want to, you could stay up till five in the morning watching movies. Um, 
that night they played Ernest Scared Stupid on VHS, and I was like, well, fuck, I'm not going to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think at some point I fell asleep and I woke up, and then there was a Guar concert playing. <laughs> it was like, this is weird. Second time I went, they did the Wicker Man, and then they, they lit a Wicker Man on fire. Oh, wow. And they put popcorn in it as a sacrifice to next year's. Shut down. <laughs> no, no. I think I did a show in Baltimore and it was like, Mahoning's only like an hour and a half away. I'm going to go to the Mahoning. And I was there for Zombiethon. So I saw I had heard Demon Knight. I'd heard about Zombie. First time seeing Demon Knight and Night of the Creeps uh, on 35 millimeter. That'd be cool. It was awesome. And then uh, this past Halloween, I did their Universal Monster Movie Marathon, which was two days. Um, it's great. You, I'll, I'll make the pilgrimage. Sometime. You need to get out there. It's yeah. kind of worth it. There's nothing in that town though, so like pack a lunch. I guess. <laughs> but, like I, there's not even a fucking coffee shop in Lahighton. The Starbucks is in the Kroger, which isn't even a Kroger. It's called Giant Eagle out there. It's very jarring. It's like a bizarre world. <laughs> <laughs> totally worth worth the the pilgrimage though. But I missed Kyoto Con, unfortunately. Bummer. I want to try to vend there at some point, too, because they do, like, VHS Fest, which is, like, oh. halfway to Halloween Festival as well. Yeah. You should really start doing this, man. Get more. Write more. I'm, <laughs> I'm editing one right now. And it's... use them as an excuse to travel to places. <laughs> I have a finished book. It's just uh, I'm, like, a third of the way through editing it, so. Yeah. Is that the is that is that your kind of artistic outlet? Do you, like paint or do anything else or is it just writing um just writing right now um when i was younger in school i tried my hand at drawing yeah and what i found was i don't have that much talent in drawing <laughs> mm, yeah. i could uh like almost perfectly freehand something if i was looking at it you know oh, yeah like not tracing but just looking at it yeah but i'm like you know that's not that creative you know because if i have to look at something but but if you mash things up true you know yeah then you can start comping things in so i did a lot of that in school i'm self-taught i don't know what i'm doing at all i was painting miniatures oh two years ago and then yeah. like kid happened and miniatures are expensive <laughs> they're extremely <laughs> and expensive. It, it is a time-consuming hobby yeah of which i've had to bow out that's fair yeah that's fair but now that i'm like i actually got my foot in the door and writing it's like i'm okay with bowing out because okay. like, i got something to look forward to yeah is that a fucking person on a motorcycle? It's so cold outside. <laughs> so, yeah, in the script, they were described as uh, uh, furballs with teeth. And they didn't, as I saw, I listened to the commentary. I didn't really gleam any information from the commentary <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, it was the Kyoto's commentary. And I was like, this is going to be the best one because it's a 50 50 shot. You know, it was like a, I think it was like a director commentary or a Kyoto commentary. And I was like, well, I care more about these guys than. I don't even know who this guy is. See, I probably chose the wrong route. I probably listened to the director's one. No, that was the good one, probably. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, they're probably both. They're fine, but... Yeah. I mean, I clearly I don't remember too much about it. Do you either. often listen to commentaries? I do. I don't, which is stupid, because I buy things for commentary tracks, and then I never listen to them. Do you want to know another... Do you want to hear another tangent? You know what the best... Oh, please. Best That's what the show is for. The best commentary track... On any movie? Oh, it's a twofer. I got two for you right here. Tell me, what are they? Uh, Spinal Tap, because they do it in character. That would be cool. It's great. And two, uh, Caligula with Malcolm McDowell's. Is it because I like the, the boobies and stuff? Is that why? 
They well, no, it's because movie. he didn't know there were going to be boobies, that many boobies in the movie. I didn't know and that. And he was pissed off on that commentary track. Yeah, because he was like, what movie <laughs> yeah. do you have me starring oh, in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> also, the Armageddon commentary is really good. Really? Yeah, Ben Affleck is drunk and pissed off that entire commentary track. <laughs> <laughs> but what were yours? Uh, well, I just had one of mine is Chud. Oh! Chud. Do the you Chud know about me. this? No, I have it. I have that Arrow Blu-ray. What's on there? You're going to want to listen to the commentary track. Am I sitting on gold right now? Daniel Stern. Love it. The dad from Home Alone. Yes. And then the guy who played like the cop, Bosch. Yeah. They just rail on the movie the whole time. (laughs) Because I can't remember all the details. Because it's like all of their first movie. Not even that. It It was like something happened and they didn't get the paychecks they were supposed to get. So they were just like, fuck these guys. Wow. But it is just hilarious the whole time. And uh, in the movie, Captain Bosch, like... They find his wife's decapitated head in the movie. Yes. That is Daniel Stern's real life wife. Oh. And as soon as that scene popped up, they're like, oh, hey, Dan, isn't that weird seeing your wife's cut off head sitting there? And he's just silence. And he's like, God, gee, like, that is weird. <laughs> he's like, God, I'm a, I'm a little disturbed now. And then that's like the whole vibe of that whole commentary track. Yeah, this is clearly a movie they've not seen since yeah. it premiered, probably. It's, it's great. If even that. It's like a little... That's wonderful. I don't know if it's an unknown fact, but it's a fact that not many people know about. I'm glad it's here on this. Yes. I will listen to it. Do it. This week. And I will get back to you, sir. Yeah, there's a moment on the Armageddon commentary where Ben Affleck... Like, it's like with a moderator. So he's like bouncing off of a dude. And he was like, yeah, one day on set, I, I went up to Michael and was like, hey, hey man, uh, wouldn't it have made more sense to train astronauts how to drill into a <laughs> to an asteroid than to to teach drillers how to be astronauts and he was like michael was like shut the fuck up bid <laughs> go back to work and that's the whole vibe for that commentary track i don't even think i own that maybe i'll have to, I'll have to find a copy it's the criterion release oh, so the I dvd have to spend money no it's a dvd it'll be like four dollars oh, okay. at <laughs> at half price books so here we go we're back into the goddamn story of this fucking movie <laughs> uh story is loosely based on the hopkinsville goblins encounter of 1955 did you know about this i did not yeah uh we previously discussed on an m3 with e5 mr e5 who you just met walking through this very lovely household mm-hmm. uh way way back on episode 59 is <sighs> townhouse in kentucky was attacked by little little green men. There's actually where the phrase little, little green, green men... Ghouls. That's where they came from. Little green men came from the Hopkinsville Goblins encounter. Okay. Turns out it was probably a bunch of owls just <laughs> fucking flying into a building and they unloaded on all these owls <laughs> with shotguns because it's Kentucky. Um, that's yeah. why they have all those like Based on owls all over the place. Yeah. Damn Kentuckians. I f- yeah. They don't know, man. <laughs> um, they're all so drunk. Uh, so, you know, give that a listen, uh, to get more information on Hopkinsville Gerblins. Uh, so after the ship crashes, yeah, we're still there. We're at the ship crashing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the father and son discover some dead cattle and the cop Jeff gets attacked by a little sleepy dart. Oh, the one that dies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. But he dies off screen and they don't eat his body. That's true, they don't. No. Because you see it later in yeah, cor- corpse it, form. Yeah, because uh, Lee transforms into him. 
He's got like a hickey on his neck. That's all they did to him. Yeah, it's like a prolapsed anus right on his <laughs> neck. <laughs> um, also, we got to talk about the dad's bowling shirt. Is I want one. It's like a pin buster, no pins, Ghostbuster yeah. thing, but it is in the same color as Egon's yes. flight suit from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Oh, okay. Which came out the same year as this. I think that's a crazy coincidence. That's, that's all I'm weird. saying. I think there's a conspiracy uh, here. Holy shit. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So where are we at here? Oh, the dad goes down into the basement, gets mauled in the cellar, and then loosely paralyzed. So that's what they were talking about. That scene was yeah. way bloodier. Oh. And I think the director- Was the dad supposed to die there? The director mentioned in his original script he had the dad dying off. Hmm. But then the- studio wanted the family to you know stay together and survive so they changed that probably in script form there yeah i don't think they shot it but because they... the end of the movie they had to change like after test yes. test screenings yes yeah but for instance at that scene in the basement he's hammering in the critter yeah they filmed him hammering it like 10 times and the studio was like three <laughs> you can three, three times <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a legit fact they're like that's three. weird yeah what a weird okay studios are weird Studios are very weird. It's <clears throat> movies in general are such a strange commodity when it comes to art because they cost so much money and they have to make money that like you have to appease people. And that's not the case with any other type of art form really. That's true. Yeah. Like there's so much commerce skewed into to filmmaking that it like bastardizes it, but at the same time you can't have it without it. Yeah. It's very weird. We wouldn't have some of the Beloved movies that we'd had today. But, on the flip side, all the movies that go against the grain are the ones that stand out the most. This is also true. It's such a weird conundrum. Like Caligula. God, I love Caligula. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've bought that movie. <laughs> Wait, you pay for your porn? <laughs> yeah. I'm a grown-ass man. <laughs> Spend my money on what I want. It's a three-disc set. It's a great oh, wow. fucking set. I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> So yeah, uh, down down to the, also the little paralyzing darts like sometimes work, sometimes don't work that much. Mm, yes, a lot of discrepancies in the paralyzing darts. Some movies they don't even appear in. Like oh, I think yeah. in the fourth film, there's just no darts anymore. I haven't watched that fourth one. I was probably like thirteen. Yeah, you're not, I, I remember it's in space. You're not missing much at all. I remember uh, the bounty hunter ends up being a bad guy in that one. Yes, and uh, they I think they shoot him or something. Yeah, Ugg Ugg really kind of, he goes the entire distance with the franchise. Yeah. I don't think he comes back for Critter's Attack. (laughs) 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 Too much money. Uh, So the hunters land and begin to track the Krites. They find Jeff's lifeless body with the prolapsed anus on his on his neck mm-hmm. and then lee transforms into him they go to a church destroy it then he changes his face again this guy is just just fucking knocking out all these hood rats in this town yeah. just running through them the guy uh the pastor or whatever that yeah. he changes into yeah kind of looks like Wee herman a little bit mm. just like a little bit you know and He's then it, a make, pinch of it makes me wonder like <laughs> what we could have had had if, they had him paul in rubin movie. was in it yes better movie as one of the bounty hunters that'd be hilarious better movie and he's doing and it's the, already a good movie he's doing the <laughs> paging mr Harmon. oh voice. yes he's doing that voice <laughs> as the bounty hunter <laughs> oh definitely better movie yeah that'd be hilarious that'd be wonderful was peewee if peewee's around in 86 yeah he could have done it 
could have really shit the bed on, to, shit the bed on this one. <laughs> uh, so around this time, we get a really good look at the critters as they begin to attack April, and they maul Billy Zane to death. They cut his finger. They bite his finger off or something, mm-hmm. right? That's a, that's another thing. They they filmed a, a gaping hole in his chest. Oh, a critter eating into it. Yeah, and uh, they cut it. Yep, they cut it. But you can see it on the uh, the special features, like deleted scenes. It's not even in the deleted scenes. It's just I think it's in the docu- uh, documentary. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but they show blood squirting in Billy's face, and he's like, "That's one like this, like, <laughs> like this." Sure, <laughs> movie making. I don't, I don't know why, like they don't do like assembly versions for shit like that. Like throw it on a Blu-ray, make like yeah, a, why not? Like they did it with My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, it's there, right? It's like do it. Yeah, I don't want to have to do the work. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to. I'll learn how to, you know, use Adobe Premiere <laughs> if I have to, but I'd rather not. Uh, so yeah, Billy, D- Billy Zane's dead, and uh, the rest of this movie is basically just a bunch of prolonged critter attack sequences on the farm for like a majority of the remaining running time. Yeah, cut over to Charlie just being being a drunk gump in a bowling alley, <laughs> and the bounty hunters come in, making all of his conspiratorial suspicions feel true because he's like a flat earther. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's true. You could do a post, post-COVID post Critters film with some real fun commentary on there. Especially with the Charlie character. You could, yeah. Gumping around. <laughs> thinking it's a flat earth. Being Char- a denier. Charlie Gump. Yeah. There he is. Look at that. Wearing the shirt and everything. <laughs> I think this came out before Forrest Gump, though. Yes. Uh, the hunters wander in. Fuck the place up. This is finally where the where the sheriff actually gets involved, too. Yeah. Very bad at his job. Doesn't get involved. Tons of animals are dead. A few people are dead. A few people have assholes on their necks now. A few people have assholes on their necks, which, you know, you know, whatever you're into, that's fine. But what happens? Like, a cop dies, a church gets decimated. They don't even know why. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally a bowling alley, and then that's when they're like... You know, I think it's time we get the police involved in this yeah. situation. Quick, what's the number for nine one one? It's probably how that conversation. That old, that old Kansas, that old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Kansas City, Missouri, is the side of the line you want to be on. Oh, not Kansas. I'll keep that in mind if I ever go out that way. I Just so you know, you won't. Uh, never say never. You don't travel much. I would love to travel more, but kid, job. Etc. Etc. Yeah, yeah. Money. Yeah. Sounds like you got a pretty decent thing going on over there for the job aspect, though. Pays the bills. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a nighttime situation? Or are you in the day? No, I I got to get up at like one forty in the morning, be clocked in at 3.30, and I'm there till 4 in the afternoon. That's disgusting. Yeah, but it's just Friday through Sunday, and then I get four days off. I mean, that is nice. Yeah. Critters are on the full attack now. Critters are on full attack. They make the plan for Brad to run away, get help. That's when we discover that they they grow by feeding, which, as you said, is a Bob Shea plot device. Yes. Because it's quickly abandoned for any sequel. And apparently, he was eating all the chickens, right? That's how he got all big and fat. Yes, yes. Not noshing on some chicks. He quickly, like, runs into humans when he gets to the road. Your basic Goonies setup, you yeah. know, except it doesn't go bad. He runs into the bounty hunters, explains everything. You're Charlie, but you're not Charlie. I think you guys are bounty hunters from space. He puts it together very you're that quickly. Rock star, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he's like, "Well, I'll explain it on the on the road." 
uh, which is a, a great writing technique of you just smash cut away Road and then you're like obviously he told them everything we've already seen we don't need to see that again uh, they get to the house bounty hunters fuck everything up with their weird guns that I think were made out of like vacuum pieces <laughs> um, Most definitely. they look awful Actually, actually fired shotgun rounds though. Really? Yeah, they were like the guy was describing it. The prop master. It's like a third of a shotgun shell, but legitimately probably kill you. Interesting. So when they when they blew up that toilet, yeah, they just shot a toilet. The guy who plays UGG wanted to do it, and they're like, no, 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 we'll have the stunt guy do it. Yeah, the stunt guy had porcelain shards come back in his face. Oh, and the guy who played UGG was like, I'm glad I didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's fascinating. Uh, around here, April gets abducted by the giant critter, taken to their ship, presumably for experimental or sexual reasons. Nice little munchin. <laughs> we'll never know. They never tell us why <laughs> they didn't eat a person, and they just took them away. Yeah. That's true, yeah. They didn't just... No. They usually just eat. They usually yeah. just eat on the spot. There's literally... No reason for them to take a woman. I never thought about that. Unless it's to set up the plot device of we need to get on their ship to blow it up. You know, they never talked about how eight critters turned into like 30 throughout the movie. I mean, look, I'm not saying that it wasn't for sexual reasons. It's clearly implied. <laughs> but Oh, that's in the web series. Oh, is that's, it? Oh. <laughs> no, so I have not seen that movie, but I did hear this. Uh, there's a kid in that movie. And it turns out he's half uh, critter. Critter. What? He, he looks like a, just a kid on the outside, but I guess he's got some weird shit on his back. <laughs> and it turns out his mom. His mom goes into how she met this critter back in the day at like a party. <laughs> I'm not making this up. And he's like half crite. What? Yeah. But I'm a, I'm led to believe that the critters are they asexually produce. Not anymore. Because they lay eggs. They're they're mammals that lay eggs. <laughs> It's very bizarre. <laughs> I didn't know that this what this show was going to be all about was about the sexual properties of a critter. <laughs> but here we are. It all started with Caligula. So. Yeah. God, great movie. <laughs> great fucking movie. You can come back on and we can talk about that. It's going to be awkward that you have to watch that at home. But <laughs> <laughs> we could do a commentary, maybe. So Brad runs after the giant critter to get his sister back. And then he literally runs into Charlie in the woods on a bike in the middle of the night. Another poor plot device. But that's what happens when you're drunk and riding a bike in the woods. You'll just run into people. Yeah, especially in Kansas. I don't like Charlie. (laughs) And I don't know if it's because of my hatred for Forrest Gump or not. (laughs) That might be why they changed his look in the second movie. Less Gumpy. Yeah. More just your basic idiot. Sure. Is that when he becomes a bounty hunter? Yeah. Yeah. That's like where it leaves off. He's like, hey, I want to go with you guys. Got you. And they're like, we need cannon fodder. Why not? And then the next movie, he's (laughs) Leonardo's problem. Yes. What a weird man. This is weird that he's in that movie. You're just like, what? That guy has an Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, then they go to the, then the ending of the film just like, it's just fucking, let's wrap it up, guys. Let's fucking wrap it up. It is very, yeah, it is very quick. They get to the the ship they find april they get her off of there look prolapsedanus right on her fucking neck oh it's you're disgusting. right <laughs> <laughs> uh they get her off of there they plant a bomb they run away the critters are like 
fuck you and the horse you rode in on. And they <laughs> blow up the townhouse or whatever. And then they're like, well, fuck you too. And then they blow up. And then that's it. I love that about the critters, though. I think these movies needed more of that kind of personality. Yes! That they're not just little mammals. No. That may or may not be abducting little They're girls little stinkers. Movie. They're yeah. little stinkers. They're like, hey, we could have <laughs> hyperspaced back to our home asteroid. The whole time. But we stopped. Anytime. Blew up your fucking house first. Because fuck you. Yeah. And then we <laughs> left. Yeah. Yeah. I think the tri- the movie needed more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think they need to lean into the cartoon antics of a critter. Which I think the second one does way better. Yes. This one's, I mean, it's fine. Like, it's a good movie. Charlie's not in it that much, which I'm a fan of. <laughs> and the competent version of him is, a, is you know, around. So I don't have to see him do his dumb... It's just weird when an adult's hanging out with children all the time. And he's drunk all the time, too. It's very bizarre. It is, yeah. Like, could you imagine Back to the Future of Doc Brown where he's just hammered the entire... I don't want to watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> And I know that's what you were thinking. (laughs) So everything blows up. In the epilogue, Brad is given a little transmitter device to call the hunters. uh, And then the farm rebuilds itself, which is stupid. It's very (laughs) stupid. And that was a studio change. It was. Because the house was supposed to stay decimated. Mm Mm-hmm. And after a screening, they were like, that's too sad. It is. And they made them do a thing where they had to rebuild the house. I tried, uh, They had the guy, the model maker, he talked about how he did it. And it was very confusing. But essentially, he had all those boards and shit on strings and like yeah. pulled them back It's up. like Christine, like when it rebuilds itself. Yeah. Like oh, they had cool, like hydraulics cool that pulled it in yeah. and then you shoot it reverse. Can you just imagine like... The time and money they had to waste to do that. Just because a when, few people in a screening room were like, that made me feel bad. Yeah, because technically <laughs> the movie's done. You're yes, done. Yes. You, you can go home. Yeah. But then someone's like, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? And Not like, only was it done, it was done, printed, on film, shipped out. But Bob was like, call the model master. <laughs> Get him out here. I'll pay him whatever he wants. Ridiculous. Yeah. I hate the ending of this film. I hate it so much. <laughs> That would be like, I mean, like, I don't want to compare the two or anything, but you know, I got I got James Cameron on the mind my days. But that that would be like watching Titanic and be like, I didn't like how the boat sank. <laughs> like <laughs> too slow, too slow. Two VHS tapes, yeah, that's slow. That's too much. Okay, well let me let me ask you this. Yeah, you already you already brought up Gooniism. Well, if you went to the Goonies, yeah, they didn't save the Goondocks. They bulldozed the fuck out of those houses. Would you have liked that ending better? I kind of would have actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Then where are you going to uh, chain up Sloth? Oh. Um, that's a problem. You can't have them just walking around. That's now. true. That's true. You saw what they did in Barbarian. You got to keep that thing oh, in a shit. basement. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it would... See, it's hard because, it, like, the movie does have, like, a light comedic take to it. So it is weird to end on, like... But it's not even a a sad note. It's not even a... It's, like, a slightly inconvenienced note. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, nothing died in the explosion. Not even the cat. The cat lived. That's true. <laughs> honestly, if my house got blown up, fuck but, yeah, dude, I'm insured. But yeah, but I had the experience of fighting a bunch of little aliens, and all my loved ones survived. I'd yeah. be like that's worth. That's a good exchange. That's, that's a great it. exchange. I got a return on my investment here. Yeah. <laughs> They'll make a movie off my life, and I'll just buy a new house. Fuck it. I don't need to be a farmer, turns out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do like that it ends on the little, like, the egg 
shot in the in the roost there because you're like sequel that's fine whatever it is weird that it does a evil dead camera move to get to oh the, it does to yeah. get to the chicken cube I don't know. I guess we're in the final thoughts here on Critters. We we kind of segued right into it. What are your opinions on this film versus the rest of the franchise? I think we said it earlier. I think both of our favorites are is the second one. I've got both of them at like a 3.5. Okay. In in Letterboxd. I think both are infinitely rewatchable. That's true. I would agree. They are. Although I'm not going to watch this one for a while. Now. Yeah, it's been a while. You've seen it a few times this year. <laughs> but, um... It's just one of those easy movies. It's easy to put on. You don't got to pay attention to it. And it's like not, is it even an hour and a half? I don't even know how long this movie is. It's very short. This will be a good movie for anyone who has maybe some kids and you want that. Gateway horror. Gateway horror. Gateway horror. That's the term I'm looking for. Yeah. This would be a prime example of something like that. This, Gremlins. Yep. Monster Squad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Gate, maybe. Ooh. Good pull. Little, little green ghouls. Terrifying. That was one of those movies I saw yeah. on TV as a kid. Yeah. Didn't know what it was. Never saw it again until I was an adult. And it was one well, of those it was movies. was hard to find for a long time, too. It was one of those movies where I had the scene uh, seared in my brain of the guy coming out of the wall and taking the kid. Oh, yeah. And that scared the Terrifying. shit out of me. Yeah. And then, like, I re-found that movie as an adult. And I was like, that's that fucking movie. <laughs> that's the guy that's been haunting yeah. me for years. And then I was like, wait, that scared me? Because this is actually a kid's film. But I had the same thing with Creep Show 2 with The Hitchhiker. I remember your story about yeah, that. Yeah, scared the shit out of me. And yeah. now rewatching it, I'm like, that's a fucking shitty puppet. It's not even a good puppet. <laughs> that's actually a... I think, was that... Did you say that was your favorite segment in that movie? That's the actually, Hitchhiker? That's actually probably my least favorite Yeah, no, I, The Raft is the best one the in, raft, in that yeah. film. But Hitchhiker's fun. I'm a sucker for old Chief Woodman. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that segment was longer because once he comes to life, the segment ends fairly quickly. Very quickly, yeah. But it's fun. Has has it worked its way into your lexicon and maybe it should now? Like like your wife gets a haircut, do you tell her that that hair is going to get her paid and laid? Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I think you should start saying that. I, f- I will. I, I say will it start. a lot. I say it often. Even at work. And I work at a restaurant. But if you want <laughs> tips, this is what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. You got to tell people that their hair is beautiful and it's going to get them paid and laid. <laughs> then you're like, ooh, $5. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I make better tips than that. Come on now. $7, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a solid argument for part two being the best of the franchise. It's probably Mick Garris's best film. It might boot. be. Yeah. That or I'm kind of a sucker for Psycho 4. I haven't seen it. They're good. I All know. the Psycho sequels are good. I've heard they're good. I just, I haven't. Four's the weakest. Bought them. But it's still good. Henry Thomas plays young Norman in it. Oh, yes, he does. And uh, Olivia Hussey is his mother. Mm, Olivia Hussey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, well, I could see the attraction. Yeah, Norman's kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Hopkinsville Goblins connection. Uh, the the f- effects work in this is stellar. Heckin' it charming is. effects work. Uh, Do you know what they did for the rolling critters? Did you? Well, oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. They're moose pelts, right? Oh, yeah. They're little sewn together moose pelts, which seems like a pain in the ass to work with. And probably nowadays, if you, I mean, because what we're like talking about like 40, probably going to like 
fifty years or some shit. Yeah. Probably expensive as shit nowadays if you're oh, gonna go yeah. the moose pelt. Yeah. Yeah, now that you're saying that, I don't think I've ever come across a like a screen used critter in my adventures. I just see I see I go to a lot of like museums and ones. shit. Too. I see the fan made ones at yeah. conventions, but yeah, I've never seen an actual prop. The roly critters though, those yes. were actual bowling balls. They just put they were bowling balls. Yeah, the the oh. ones, and they would just say, "Action, roll them." Yeah, and they would just, yeah, wow, oh yeah, because there's that scene because they they said it on the commentary. There's the scene where it goes and rolls in, like takes a hard left. Uh, that set was built on an angle, uh, so they roll it, it hits a peak, and then it would method. Yeah, then it would roll into the room. They said in the sequel they perfected uh, putting the right weights in them, so they could they could make like turns when okay. they rolled them uh in in the second one especially when they there's all of them rolling you can see you can see the fishing line <laughs> on them yeah. which is i don't know the downfall i guess of 4k and blu-ray i was gonna say that yeah it probably popped that vhs and it's probably not known yeah you wouldn't though. see it at all yeah well i guess i mean you've got part two coming up because of easter Dude. that's not that far off so many critters <laughs> coming your way this year um i actually watched part three for the first time first time last year this past year 2023 yeah. yeah yeah because going back to those three video stores i grew up with none of them ever had the third one. Oh, they had the fourth one i remember renting it once and going That's well weird. that was a piece of shit <laughs> never going back to and that they never i always you wanted... have the same box set though right i do okay yeah. so you could watch it anytime mm -hmm. you're not going to i might <laughs> <laughs> okay it's that morbid curiosity yeah yeah. I mean, it's got to be better than, like, Critters Attacks, right? They're kind of right? equally bad. Right. <laughs> it's like saying dying in your sleep is the best way to go. It's it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's going to end pretty poorly. Uh, yeah, the, the ending of this film is super rushed and pretty anticlimactic. I had it at a 4 in Letterboxd, dropped it down to a 3.5. That's fair. There are a lot of aspects about this first one in general. Yeah. That are very just like kind of basic. Yeah. That you're just like, okay, this is very run in the middle, you know, nothing crazy. And then you talked about like the shot at the end where all of a sudden he wanted to get evil dead with that shot. And it's like, oh, why are you doing it now? So last five, <laughs> so last right? five seconds of the movie. Yeah. Could you imagine if they employed some of that shit throughout the entire making of? First person critter ball. Yeah. Like, could have been doing that. You could have put it right in the middle of the frame, had a little spindles on the, like a, like a wheelbarrow with the camera behind it, and just, oh, that would have been cool. You could have first person through, like, someone's body, like, yeah. eight through, and it I'm in for Billy it. Zane. I'm in for it. Yeah, Billy's. They made the hole. It was there. They cut it. You shove something in there. <laughs> put the hay in there. Yeah. Uh, Critters. Not a bad film. Not bad. Not a great film. Yeah. Not a bad film. You brought it. It was on your list. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe we'll have to do a uh, at some point like a Critters Two versus Ghoulies Two. I've never seen Ghoulies Two. Have you seen any of the Ghoulies? I saw the first one. Yeah, I have the MVD. So I, double feature disc. It's been years, but vastly different movies. Ghoulies One, not great. No, because I think. I, correct me if I'm wrong. It's mostly about like a dude wanting to be a wizard or something. It does. It does and have. And then there's yeah, there's wizards in the background. Yes. Ghoulies, Very weird. Ghoulies two is like critters, but you put these ghoulies in here, and it takes place at a. a is it a, a college? Carnival, a oh, carnival. a carnival. Okay. Yeah. College is three. Okay. And then four. I 
Don't know what four's about. There's four ghoulies. There is. I don't know what four's about, though. Hmm. Yeah, I think there's a larger discussion about little rubber monsters that we could really get into there. Shit, you know ghoulies too? Yeah. They changed the formula. They had a giant ghoulie in that movie, just like in Critters 1. I just realized that. Hmm. A lot of similarities there. A lot of, par- <laughs> a lot of, a lot of parallels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a John Carl Buchler joint, if I remember correctly. That guy's always fun. It's been a minute since I've seen any of those. Yeah. Movies. Yeah. Yeah, they're not on my Mount Rushmore of Little Rubber Monsters. No. Not at all. I think uh, iconic movie posters, I would say. I remember I remember seeing those. Is Ghoulies 1 where, where they're on the in the toilet? Or is that 2? I think it's 2, because I think on one of them, he's coming out of the toilet, and then on the the lid, he's like scratching 2 onto the lid. Is that oh, okay. Two? He's like, uh, he's yeah. doing the Hellraiser 2, I'm in hell, help me. But I think, think that, uh, was it MVD? <laughs> yeah. It has the toilet on the cover, doesn't it? And that's yeah. the first movie. Yeah. Maybe they did it for both. I don't remember. Hmm. I think they might have done it for both. I think he's in the toilet for the first one, and then they didn't put that in the movie. And they're like, oh, shit. Which is a weird poster for a film that is about wizards. There, there, <laughs> there is a toilet scene in the second one. Yes. Yeah, I think that's when they were like, we need to return on the investment. Yeah. We told people we're there gonna was going to be toilets. For, yeah. And there's not toilets. So we have to. False advertisement. Come back on that promise. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be funny if that was the whole point of just making care? the second movie? Oh, it might have been. They were like, we're getting sued for false advertising. <laughs> we Start got a production of this next movie. Yeah. I mean, jokes on whoever sues them. They don't have money. Did That's... you see the effects work? Yeah. You're not going to get anything on that. I guess this is the end of the talk here, huh? This is the end. Great. I guess you need to tell the people about the book stuff again. Oh, well. You don't need to do the full sales pitch. Just tell them where to find you. Uh, you can find me on... Amazon right now. That's about the only spot where you can find my stuff. And maybe Walmart. Maybe. Maybe Walmart. You don't gotta look there, though. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly don't look in the physical store, because you're not gonna find jack shit there. No, you don't find anything Uh, in that store. Just find DVDs. I mean, that Blu-rays. Just DVDs. That is true. But you can find me on Amazon. Uh, You can search Ross Killy, or just the title of the books, uh, Full Moon Highway, or uh, The Monsters Next Door, and be on the lookout for more from me. This year. Hopefully this year. The publishing, it's, it's kind of a long game. Yeah. I could sell something this year, but it might not come in a print till like next year. It's oh, It gotcha. just kind of depends on gotcha. who you, who uh, you sell it to. I forgot to ask you. How was your Halloween? It's pretty good. You were setting up the house oh, pretty yes. heavily. Yes. Yeah. We were huge in Halloween. Uh, at the Kelly residence. How, how long have you been at that house? Like, is this like a yearly tradition with uh, you and the fam? Well, it's been like family tradition, like... Uh, since I was a kid, we always, oh, okay. um, every neighborhood we've been to, uh, as a kid, I grew up in two different neighborhoods. We're yeah. always the scariest house gotcha. or fun, whatever it right, is, right. fun house. Depending on it. So, I have made it my life goal to carry that on oh, to lovely. my adult life. Yeah. Uh, we've been at that house for, I think, like four, four or five years, mm. maybe going on five. Yeah. So it's well established in the neighborhood that you're oh, yes. that you're the uh, the freaks. Some little girl, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Some little girl came through our little uh, uh, your little I maze. call it a trail, yeah. Uh, and she goes, "This is just like uh, the Fear Farmer." Oh, what was that an indie oh, Scare Farm or Hannah, something like that? Haunted Acres, one of those, yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nailed it." I started worrying though because we bought that. If you saw that big arch, yeah. we bought so it was yeah. like. Halloween Mansion or something yeah. like that. Uh, that was like one of the only things we bought this year because it was expensive. But mm. it was like, you know, it's the icing on the cake. Yeah. We made this trail and then the first like 30 minutes of trick-or-treating, no one was walking it. They came around it and went up our driveway. Oh. 
me and my wife are like, what are you doing? Use the trail. It's, <laughs> it's lit. It's lit and decorated. We made it for you. And then yeah. it didn't hit me. This parent came out to me and goes, oh, we just got done telling all our kids not to walk through people's yards. Oh. And I was like, didn't think about that. Yeah, you got to make a- Responsible adulting. You got to make a sign or you got to block off the driveway and like make a sign that funnels people oh, through the year, trail. Next year, I'll put glass all over the driveway. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have to come through the trail. Or throw bricks at them. Like in Home Alone 2. I could find some bricks. <laughs> you could easily find some bricks. Uh, Suck brick, kid! <laughs> and then they're like, oh, sorry. And then they go through, and then you give them candy at the end. Oh, one, one It starts with them getting <laughs> bricks thrown at them and ends with candy. <laughs> one other thing we did change up. Um, we always do candy, right? Yeah. Um, we did candy, and then uh, Pokemon does this thing. It's called uh, Trick or Trade Packs. They're okay. like three card packs, yeah. so they're cheap. Oh. And you just th- I so I bought a couple of those and threw them in with the candy. I was just like, oh here, and uh, some kids were freaking out. They were like, Pokemon. Nice. And I had this one kid. I can't remember what he was dressed up as, but I handed him the pack, and then uh, I was grabbing a handful of candy to go with it. Yeah. And he started walking away, and I was like, Do you want your candy? And he just looked at me and went. <laughs> And walked away with the cards and not the candy. And I went, okay. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> he was into it. He was, uh, he was, uh, peewee after his bike is stolen. <laughs> uh, That's wonderful. <laughs> oh. Halloween's always fun at my house. Um, yeah, I always do a road trip for Halloween. I don't, I don't pass out candy or anything. I just live on the road. Usually do some sort of drive-in adventure. That'd be fun, too. Yeah. But I do kind of miss the, you know, I've never passed out candy because I, um, well, I hate happiness and I hate children. <laughs> um, and usually those two kind of collide that day. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, it's a rough day for me. Um, so I'd rather just spend it uh, sleeping in a van, usually in a Walmart parking lot. Down by a river. <laughs> <laughs> no rivers. No, I was by the ocean. Yeah. It's which is a really just a big river if you think about it. Yeah, that's what that song. Probably about. more trash in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple of Long Island whitefishes out there, most definitely. <laughs> yeah, you'll find a few of those. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, you got any shows booked for this year? Absolutely not. Do you plan on doing any shows this year? I would like to. Um... You got more shit to give away. <laughs> <laughs> So, a lot of that stuff was my from my dad's collection. Yes. There is more. Which ha- he seems like he has an extensive he collection. Did. He did, yeah. So, my mom was like, uh, yeah, he's been passed for a minute now, and my mom's remarried, but all that stuff is still down in her basement. Yeah. And she was like, we need to do what something. A, just from your mom's perspective, what a weird, what yeah. a weird situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. I mean, this is a house. I didn't grow up in this house, but this was my dad's house. Oh, okay. That I got, you know, when, when he passed. But I feel like I'm living with ghosts, just having shit around. Like, he built this entire... He was a carpenter, so oh. he built all this woodworking stuff. Uh, I like it. Yeah, it's nice. Like, I painted, finally, after living here for six years. I was like, I think it's time to, like, change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kind of tired of tiptoeing through a dead man's house. So I'm going to try and make it my own now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I bet your mom kind of feels that too. Yeah. So like uh, at the house. We got really serious at the end of our Critters act. That's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> all good. <laughs> yeah. At that house, uh, he had built a theater room and like they bought those nice leather yeah. seats. And they, they got like 
two by four and a bunch of wood made like a podium and then put the carpet over that. So the back row actually sat above the front row. Stadium row. So it was an actual like That's theater cool. room. That's really cool. But it stayed that way for years. And some of the, st- he had like old TV guide magazines sitting to the side. Wow. And she left them there for years, like where he left them. Oh, sure. And all that's, it's all clean now. It's like a workout room now. But I mean, like- I feel that. My dad's work boots are still by the, the front door. There you go. They're not going to move. They stay there forever. Because they're glued. Yes. <laughs> well, it was wood glue. He's a carpenter. <laughs> um, that shit's forever. I mean, if there if there's any old beat up magazines that you're going to get rid of, there might be more. Throw them um, my way. Like shit without covers that you can't sell. I use them for collages for art pieces. I could find some. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's more. Um, the stuff that I brought to that uh, Skyline was just the stuff I could fit in my car. Sure, so, sure. Yeah, there's more. And the stuff that you don't want to keep, which I'm sure yeah, there's there, a lot. There was of like a few things, but I mean, it's like, you know, uh, my mom was looking for some extra money too. That was a uh, good show. Some dude bought, uh, I think it was one of the Planet of the Apes posters? No. Oh, yeah, you had he amazing posters over there. Posters, yeah. Was it the... It might have been the Monsters poster. I can't remember. It was either the Monsters or Planet of the Apes poster this guy bought. Which was that an original? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Monsters fans are it was insane. The Mon- Monsters Go Home. I think yeah. that's the poster. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. They are insane. They are. <laughs> they are crazy collectors. <laughs> I don't have any Monsters like artwork. I find them intimidating. <laughs> There's some subjects where I'm like, that's that's too much pressure. I'm not touching that for a while. <laughs> Evil Dead took me a long time. Yeah. Before I got around to doing one. Because uh, I hold that movie so high. Everybody does. That I'm like, I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked on that for a very long time. I, yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah. That's it. Follow this guy uh, where he said, it's just your name, right? Ross, Ross Kelly. Or you do is it. Is there an underscore? Or is it just Ross Kelly? Ross Kelly. Yeah. I. <laughs> buy my books eh yeah buy his books good stuff you can follow this show at electric monster pod follow myself at arrow soul pro um booking shows for this year i still gotta pay them i got invoices did pay for raleigh world oddities expo april 27th so i will be at that for sure but I got more of those World Oddity Expos to go, and I might be doing a show in Irvington in March. Irvington is one I would like to someday. Like I don't, like that's one of those ones I'm talking about. Like if the I Halloween cu- festival, either or. Yeah, it's one of those things where I I kind of want to wait until like I have a few more books I can put on my table. Yeah, I don't want to just buy a space and show up with like these two tiny little books and be like, that's it. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. Everyone's got table full of stuff. I've yeah. got like. One thing sitting on there. It's kind of weird. It's, a, it's an expensive table. Yeah. To just put one thing on. Like 500 or something? It's very like, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I barely made a profit. It's not the exposure, though. It's the exposure. You can die from exposure. <laughs> <laughs> These are truths. If anybody tells you anything that you can, you'll get exposure, remember that statement. You can die from exposure. I'm going to use that a lot now. <laughs> I forgot to mention. Yeah. They, they can find me. Yeah. On Facebook or Instagram. Just Ross Kelly author. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. That's it. Mr. Herman.
Mr. Herman, you have a telephone call at the front desk.